Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, this is episode three of All XSAU. Um, like I said, I'm your host, Eli. Uh, I got another special guest coming on, man. Uh, this is a really good friend of mine. Uh, we talk a pretty good bit every week. Uh, actually, probably talk every every day, actually, in some <laughs> shape or form. But uh, uh, his, uh, this is Drew. Um, you can find him on Twitter, at Orange and Drew. He does all the breakdowns of the Auburn basketball. So any time on Twitter you see a way – that any team has ever lost to Bruce Pearl, it came from this guy right here. And uh, like I said, man, he does a great job. He's fantastic. And, Drew, what's going on, man? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm doing good, bro. And like I said, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. We're going to get some uh, basketball news for you. We're going to talk a little bit about the current team, the current roster. Then we're going to talk about future. And we're, like I said, we're just going to touch every point. So my first question for you, Drew, is, um, you know, everybody knows this and, you know, uh, as much as you know, as much as I know it, but you know, of course, we're gonna touch point on it because I know you go a little bit further into it and break it down a whole lot better than I would. So, uh, man, just kind of tell me. Just, I just want you to express of how much actually better we are with Sharif Cooper running point guard than we are with him not running point guard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, you can you can look at it from a couple different angles. Um, the first one is really the most basic one is that it's just a massive position of need that we had, uh, you know, going into the season. Um, obviously, Turbo didn't really pan out, unfortunately. Um, kind of hate that for him. Um, kind of cut down our numbers of ball handlers. Um, and so we're, right now, obviously, we're running Flanagan at backup point, which, I mean, he's doing as well as he can, but he's, he's not a point guard. Um and so, really, just getting Sharif back in the lineup, especially with you know Powell being out for a little while, um, maybe out for the rest of the year, who knows? Um, just kind of getting them back into a natural positions, just by putting him in the lineup. That on its own right has been huge. Um, so that's been big. And then, I mean, we can just talk about <laughs> how insanely he's played so far. Um, I mean, his his the, the only real knock on him so far has been. You know, shooting percentages, which I don't really think is a big deal right now. And just with, you know, the amount of responsibilities he's loading with the offense. Um, and outside of that, maybe maybe some turnover issues. Um, but, I mean, again, there, it's he's taking on so much responsibility, having to, you know, run just about every set of initiation. And that's – you rack up some turnovers that way. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, yeah, I mean, he's he's – every bit as good as I thought he was going to be. And I had extremely high ceilings for or extremely high expectations for him. Um, and he's, he's shattered those, honestly. Um, he's, he's been killing it, man. It's, it's night and day. Yeah, man. He's a, he's a special talent, man. He's uh definitely one of the best that I've seen come through in my lifetime. Like I said, I'm not very, I'm not very old. So, you know, that don't say a whole lot, but you know, he definitely is. Uh, the thing, you know, as obviously everybody can see, everybody talks about the thing that really sticks out to me about him is his core vision. He's so special in that area, man. And uh, like I said, bro, uh, this kind of leads me into my next question, bro. And it kind of gets me, you know, just a little bit excited just thinking about it, bro. Um, if he comes back, man, I think we're every bit of a Final Four team and I think we're every bit of a national championship contending team. If you don't come back, I know to temper the expectations, but I still think the ceiling for our team would be like an elite eight level. Kind of talk about, you know, I mean, where do you feel like we would be with Sharif in the lineup next year, and what do you feel like we'd be without him? Yeah, I'll uh, so first I'll touch on I'll touch on where Sharif's standing in my eyes in terms of the draft. Um, 
and then I'll kind of touch on what it will look like with him or what we would look like with him next year and without him. Um, draft wise, he's, I mean, he could, he could go, he could stop playing today and get drafted if he, if he really wanted to. Um, it's, he's kind of in a, a unique position where he didn't get all the exposure he wanted, but is still clearly getting plenty. Um, didn't get all the experience he wanted out of a freshman season, but is, is also still getting plenty. Um, and there's, it's hard, hard to put this into words. There's, there's not a massive need for point guards among bottom dwelling NBA teams in my eye. Um, and so it's, it's kind of like a numbers game with him. Uh, to me, he's he's kind of like a guy that's he's gonna want to go really high. He just saw you know one of his best friends he grew up playing up with uh, go number five overall last last draft. Right. Um, and so I, I could see him wanting to come back. You know, establish the fact that he would be the number one point guard in the entire country next year. Mm-hmm. Um, he could he could push his way into the top ten, maybe top five. You know, depending on how well he produces. Um, and so I, I could definitely see it, see him coming back from that perspective. Um, but also, I mean, he could go play in the NBA if he wants. <laughs> you can never blame a kid for doing that. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, uh, I'm right there with you, fam. Uh, you know, I think obviously, you know, we've seen him plenty of mock drafts, or you know, some some of them even got him in the top ten right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's <laughs> no, it kind of pains to see, uh, selfishly pains to see. Because you know you really right. want to see the kid come back and have a chance to play in uh, March Madness, and have a have a chance to see the kid play with you know a hell of a team that will be next year that we will have uh, regardless if he does or if he don't come back. But you know him coming back would just mean, I mean that would just shatter every expectation we probably have for next year. Oh, but, um, we'd be loaded. Uh, we'd be loaded. Yeah, yeah, it, it'd be ridiculous. We'd have ten deep. We'd have a whole starting five on the bench. But um, yeah, I mean that, that's just facts, bro. And like I said, the next thing I kind of want to jump into, bro, is uh. Kind of, you know how much, how much kind of the team's missing power right now. You know, I think we're playing a lot better. Surely, surely, lock fire, hands down, better with Sharif in the lineup. But you know, I still think we're just missing that one piece. And I think that one piece is a dead eye shooter, and Justin Powell fits every category possible into that. And uh, you know, you know, just kind of give me, uh, just kind of give me, you know, talk about Justin's game. You know, it's looking like, you know, he might, like you said, he might be done for the rest of the year. I mean, it's a Good possibility he might be. He might not. We don't really know. But, you know, I, I think that definitely solidifies him for a chance to come back. And I think he can, like I said, I think he could be a definitely another hell of a player next year. He's a dead-eye sniper from three, and I think he'd be another big addition if he came back next year, which I think he will. But, you know, kind of talk about his game. Talk about, you know, how how much we're missing him and, you know, kind of kind of how you like his game. Just kind of talk about his game. Absolutely. Um, yeah, man, I'm a big Justin Powell fan. Um I definitely see him coming back next year. I think, uh, I mean, he, he did stir up some good draft buzz earlier on in the year, um, kind of an out-of-conference con- out play. Um, but honestly, this injury just, it's, it took away all the exposure he would have been getting. Um, and so, yeah, I, I see him coming back next year. I don't, I don't really see him leaving. Um, but, again, with him, it's it's another he, – he's a great player, so I'm not, I'm not trying to use this – uh, statement to take away from it, but um, he's another guy that we just need players at that position. We need a ball handler at the two guard, mm-hmm. and as as much 
as well as Alan Flanagan has progressed in his initiation skills, he's just not he's just not a a ball handling initiation guard. He's just, that's just not how he plays. Right, right. And so so you get Powell back, you get to move Flanagan back to the three. You get to keep him there, you know, pretty much the whole game. You get to move Jalen. You don't get to move Jalen, but Jalen doesn't have to take on quite as much initiation responsibility as I, I feel like he's trying to take on uh, in the past couple games. Um, he's obviously he's been playing really well the past couple games. Yeah, it's very um, but uh, I think really just kind of letting him play more of a natural initiation instead of uh, a kind of forced initiation role, mm-hmm. I think that'll help him take off. Um, obviously, the spacing is huge for a guy like JT Thor, who creates a mismatch, you know, just standing on the court. Yep. Um, and again, with our shooters, we've got Jamal and Devin, who they'd probably run rotations with Sharif and Powell if, if we both had both of them in. Um, they'd probably run rotation at some point. And the spacing would just be absurd. I mean, you've got snipers on both sides. Uh, I know people will disagree with me calling <laughs> Jamal and Devin snipers at this moment. Uh, but if you get a guy like Powell out there on the court and you're able to space it out and you're able to have two ball handlers that can both both initiate, then those, those efficiency numbers are going to go up. Yeah, 100%. Uh, another thing, dude, you know, just talking about uh, getting Powell back, I think that just opens up more shooting percentages better for everybody else. You know, I'm, I'm more of Absolutely. a – you know, if you got Justin Powell out there, you know, there's going to be definitely guys that zone in on him. There's going to be trying to find guys – Guys are going to be trying to find him on the court regardless. So, I mean, if you right. got a guy like him standing in the corner, and like I said, you got, especially, you know, Jamal with, you know, how much he's struggled in the past couple of games. But if you right. get him more open shots and you get Jalen Williams more open shots and Alan Flanagan more open shots, I mean, I think, you know, that just raises the bar to, okay, we're going from making 10 threes a game to we're probably almost making 20. Because, I, I mean, I've, you know, I've told myself many times, and, you know, this sounds like I'm being ridiculous, but – I honestly think if Sharif and Powell got to play together, Powell, if he didn't shoot at least 10 threes a game, he would come out of the game for me because, you know, that's just how good of a shooter he is and uh, how good of an issue yeah. Sharif is for it. I mean, that's just how it is. You know, I think yeah. – I really just think we're just really missing one piece to be at that next step right now. And, it, you know, it's just a full roster. But, Drew, you know, kind of winding down here, man, you know, I'm just going to talk about one more thing. and Just sure. – uh, like I said, we'll touch base on this, bro. Uh you know, like I said, with or without Sharif, we don't really know about next year. But I know we have right. a freaking monster coming in next year. And uh, like I said, you know, Jabari Smith, everybody knows him, top five player in the country. Over there from Georgia, our battleground area where we recruit. You know, it's, yep. uh, it's major for us. I think he's going to be a hell of a player. He's a hell of a player right now. Um, got really good ball handling skills, you know, to be 6'10", you know, something like that. The only thing I think I would, you know, knock on him and not really – not, but you know, say something about him. I just think he needs to get in the weight room. You know, just kind of gain a couple pounds of muscle, and um, just just about like JT Thor. And uh, you know, dude, that's just crazy. If you think about it, next year we're gonna have Thor and Smith in the lineup, and you know, that's that's two six foot ten, six foot eleven players that ain't even centers. You know, and that's, right. you know, that's just insane to me. Just kind of you know, talk about winding you know here winding down. Just kind of talk about Jabari and man, how much you think he's gonna meet to the program next year? I think, uh, man, he. He might not have the the production numbers to you know be at the top of the best producing Auburn players ever, but I I 
am pretty confident in saying he'll be one of the most talented players to ever come to the program. Um, he's he's an absolutely absurd talent, and um, and even before I dig into him, like you're saying, having both him and JT Thor on the court at the same time, that's. I mean, JT Thor was a, a top. 10 recruit in the class of 2021 before he reclassified. So that's essentially two top 10 recruits at your front court at 610 that can both handle the ball that aren't centers, like you said. And mm-hmm. so, that, I mean, that on its own right is just insane. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. yeah, man, it's, it's crazy, bro. And uh, like I said, I think, uh, especially in the next two to three, maybe four years, I think Auburn has a hell of a chance to make incredible runs in the tournament. Uh, I think the next two, three years, Drew, and like I said, you can correct me if you think I'm wrong, I think it could be like definitely history in the books as far as tournament-wise and record-wise, regular season, stuff like that. Um, like I said, man, we, we're going to have as much talent as anybody on the floor that we play next year. And um, with with or without Sharif, I'm saying that confidently because we're still going to have talent on the floor. And like I said, like I said with Sharif, I, I mean, I can't name a more talented roster that I've seen. I mean, it, it kind you know, it kind of reminds me of that. 2000, I want to say 18 squad of Duke, where you know they had Reddish, Zahn, Barrett, you know, just yeah, it's just players everywhere, man. They're, I mean, they're just right. insane, and you know, there's just ball handlers everywhere. Well, man, uh, like I said, that was just winding down, Drew. Um, man, I really appreciate you coming on, uh, sitting in here to you know, talking about some basketball. Um, a lot of you know, a lot of people probably gonna knock on me because you know, most of my episodes are football, and then you know, I throw in a little basketball one, but you know, uh, you know, ba- basketball means a lot to me, you know, just like football does. And, you know, it means a lot, especially to get you in here to talk about it. You know, I'll probably get Jay in here, your counterpart, to talk a little Absolutely. a little about it too. Bad. But other than that, bro, like I said, you're going to be a regular on here. So, like I said, just get ready and keep bringing the heat, bro. And uh, like I said, man, I just really appreciate you coming on today, Drew. Absolutely, man. Glad to be here. Oh, yeah. Well, Drew, we'll talk soon, bro. And you, uh, you stay safe out there, bro. You too, man. You All too. Right, take care. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. Uh. This is episode three of All Access AU. Um, like I said, it means a lot to get somebody like Drew in here to kind of break down the basketball schemes of things and talk about the players and the future of the program. Um, I think we have uh, a hell of a culture at our basketball program right now. We have a hell of a coach. Um, hope he never goes anywhere. <laughs> but um, like I said, man, he's gonna Drew's gonna be a regular on the show, so y'all just get ready for him to drop some basketball heat. Like I said, I'll get his counterpart Jay in here also. So. Um, Y'all just, like I said, man, this is just episode three, man. We're just going to keep going up. So y'all stay woke and y'all be ready. And like I said, man, uh, I love my audience. Like I said, I always have. I'll have something where y'all can support the show, my cash app Venmo. But like I said, man, none of that matters. I love my audience and I appreciate y'all supporting me. And like I said, this has been episode three of All XSAU. Eli G out.